Today's podcast is brought to you by nobody, because we don't have any sponsors. Hey, 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 welcome back to Our Wives Are Friends with your hosts, Tyler and Eric. We're back. We are back. So, I know all 12 of you out there enjoyed our uh, our NFL episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing it again. Shout out to those 12. Shout out to those 12. Uh, but Mark's with us today to do some NFL talk because he's the one, he, I wanted him on originally, it was just we kind of, it was like a last minute thing that we got together and recorded that episode kind of thing. So, uh, this one was planned a little bit, kind of, uh, kind of, um, but yeah, Mark, Mark's a big football guy. Uh, we used to play, we used to play park ball. We, we, we've had times occasionally where we still go to the park and just throw football around and just talk football. You know, that, that was kind of our outlet. So, uh, Mark, who's your team? I am a Saints fan. Yeah, I don't like to claim that all the time, especially the way we're playing this year. Saints, Saints. Well, tell us, tell us why you're, why you're Saints fan. <laughs> I didn't really have a choice. I grew up in New Orleans, and if I wanted to eat home or eat food in my home, I had to be a Saints fan. That's just how it was, you know. You're not an axe murderer, are you? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll figure that out in a couple of weeks. If yeah, you're listening. <laughs> you'll get the reference. <laughs> Well, uh, how are your Saints doing this year? Uh, so far, pretty, pretty bad. I think we're one and two. I mean, I hated our schedule when they announced it because we started with three division games. We played the Falcons, we played the Bucks, and then the Panthers. All three back to back. And it's hard to judge how good of a team you are when you're playing your division like right off the bat. Yeah, it's like just throwing you right to the fire. Like, yeah, those are the games that are the hardest. I mean, you yeah. guys know even yeah. in in the NFC West sometimes. Even if one of the teams is bad, they'll still play you a lot harder than they should. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Just in just in case a new twelve are listening, me, Tyler, I'm a Rams fan. Eric's a 49ers fan. That's correct. So, yep, the rivalry there is is there, and um, uh, they're playing this upcoming week, uh, Monday. Yep. So, yep, we're going into week four. Correct. That's where so, we're standing right now. That's where we're uh, why we're doing a little quarter of the way through the season recap. To see all of our predictions from the beginning of the season that we got wrong <laughs> so far. And I mean, it's not the end of the season. Like, some of the stuff could happen, but some of them are, have definitely uh, faltered. Oh, yeah. Everything I said about the Raiders <clears throat> the last episode, I take it back. <laughs> no, you said the Raiders were going to win it all, baby. No, I didn't say they were going to win it all. <laughs> I'd say they were going to win their division. I take it back. The Raiders suck. <laughs> There's still time. They could go on a... There's a lot of time. We're only three games in. So, yeah, only, yeah, we're going on week four, so there's a lot of time left. I mean, we have high hopes. But what about the Dolphins, man? Oh, my God. So... They look real. They looked real. Yeah. Looked. Looked. And for those of you uh, who I guess now know, um, the Thursday night game happened, and they played Tua. 
and mm-hmm. a lot of people disagreed with that decision. Um, what happened Sunday, you know, five days before, where it looked like he had an obvious concussion. I mean, we're not doctors, but we've all we've seen how people. React they said to they were testing him every single day leading up to the game. It was so obvious for concussion symptoms, and that he was good. Yeah, and that's but who was who was you know scribbling scribbling on that paper? Yeah, like to, oh yeah, he's a uh, put him <clears> in coach. He's good. That's I actually looked this up yesterday because I was curious about like symptoms of concussions and like how long it takes to heal from them. And when you have a concussion, your brain's flooded with a bunch of chemicals, and a lot of your cells are trying to reheal. And mm-hmm. so even though you may seem fine. For the next two, three, four weeks, your brain's still healing at that point. And so that's why they say, like, having another concussion in those first few weeks is so detrimental to you because you're just killing off those brain cells that are healing. Mm -hmm. Um, So even though he may have seemed fine, he was still healing, you know? I mean, it's kind of like if you, like, strain a muscle and then, you know. Can they see that on, like, an MRI? I have no idea. I was trying to look that up. Because how does it seem like that the, the protocol is, let me look into your eyes. Watch this yeah. pen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's got to be like, hey, get this dude an MRI. Something we, more we, advanced. We can tell if there's fl- extra fluid. Yeah. You know, or something in the brain. Like, there's got to be something more advanced to be able to check for a concussion than Best. a you little know. on the sideline with a pen. Here, let me follow my pen with your eyes type yeah. shit. That's what it looks like They all they do. They like sit him up right here and like, oh, let me check. Yeah. Put him in this blue tent. We'll evaluate him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, concussions are serious now, especially with uh, with all the CTE stuff that they're doing research on, and yeah. all the prolonged effects of playing football. You know, and it makes me wonder, like, how many concussions we had oh, over yeah. time. Undiagnosed, you know what I mean? yeah. I definitely, I for sure remember having one, for sure. Yeah, definitely, like, no doubt about it. And when we used to play park ball, like after high school and stuff, mm-hmm. we would play full like eleven on eleven tackle football with no pads yeah i mean we would just i mean i'm pretty sure we broke a guy's leg one time and we we did switched and said okay maybe we should start playing flag football (laughs) i think that was the deciding factor you know but how many times did we probably get concussion doing that with no helmet no nothing i i can remember a couple yeah for For sure sure. Mm -hmm. i remember one time i was like making a little cut and right as i was like trying to plant i got (laughs) hit and when i fell back my head hit the ground Mm -hmm. real hard just kind of how two as did you know yeah and I saw stars and was nauseous and, yeah. you know, I had headaches for a couple of days. So, yeah, I mean, and I I was playing against average Joes at the park, not against, you know, professional athletes who weigh 300 pounds. Yeah. Who are trying to kill you, you know? It, those guys were still trying to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> there was always some heated argument whenever we'd do that. But, dude, that was scary watching that. Like, I, I always get terrified when you see those hits on in football. Yeah. Remember that? Like that Bills player, I can't, I can't think oh. of the name. But he, I mean, he's like paralyzed. You know, what was that like maybe ten years ago now or something? But um, yeah, he's in a wheelchair. Uh, that's just scary to me when you see that like lifeless limp on the yeah. field after a tackle. Yeah, and it's just like oh no. And that's what happened with Tua, dude. It's like all of a sudden I was explaining like you see his fingers start to just like like he's not controlling his hands anymore. You know. Have you guys uh, heard what what's the timeline on him coming back, if at all? Or Mm-mm. no, nothing. Um, I did see something that said he was doubtful to play this week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was... according to <laughs> fantasy football, yeah, according yeah, to my fantasy doubtful. football, it says he's doubtful. 
Um, Did not participate in practice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that was kind of funny because I feel like he should be out for a month at least. At least. Yeah. 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 Four games. Four yeah. games. Like yeah. I said, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert on this by any means. Just the eye test as a coach. Well, Teddy didn't look bad. I, yeah, I mean, he really didn't. I feel like he could have won the game, but everyone was still kind of rattled mm-hmm. off the Tua stuff. Yeah. You know, kind of kind of put a... Uh, a damper on the uh, momentum, the morale, the team morale. Yeah, that Miami had. I feel like they could have came back and won, but when you potentially lose your starting quarterback and you look like he was paralyzed, that kind of puts a damper on everything. Yeah. Well, I was saying, you know, like put me in a backup quarterback right now, and I will throw the ball as far as I can in Tyreek Hill's direction. Yeah. And yeah. Just run and catch it. Just put it up. <laughs> That's how Patrick <laughs> Mahomes got his job. Yeah. <laughs> just put the ball in the air, man. And Teddy did that one time, and it worked out. You know, yeah. I think it was like a sixty-five yard pass. Tyreek kind of bobbled it, but he caught mm-hmm. it. Yeah. How are your 49ers doing? Ooh, that's your, kind of a sore subject, a little bit. I heard Trey Lance is tearing it up on the sideline. Mm, it's a sore subject, but I will <laughs> say our defense is playing really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I guess we, I guess we'll find we out. We got Monday beat night, by huh? the Broncos. We 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 let up eleven points to the Broncos forget what the score on the Seahawks game was, but we didn't let very many points up to the Seahawks. We didn't let the, up. Dude, the Bears game. points to the Bears. The Bears game was a toss-up, though. Yeah, that was because, like a monsoon. Dude, that was like you're playing in a swimming pool, and the team that could swim the best won. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that game could have gone either way. So I'm having a hard time judging where I'm at right now. I think that uh, the Broncos one just left a, a bad taste in my mouth because we could have easily won that game. Like we should have. Yeah, yeah, the Niners should have won that game. Yeah, um, we our defense looks great. It's almost our offense is playing so bad that it's affecting our. I saw a thing that said because uh, like a lot of the Broncos players are being like, "Is Russell Wilson even a real person?" Have you ever seen <laughs> any of this stuff? Yeah, right. And he's like, "Dude, he just like there's a video of him coming out of like the practice room, like the locker room." Yeah. With his hands out, like he's high fiving people, <laughs> and like, nobody's there. And nobody's there. Yeah, and a lot of people think he's like, like a person playing a person, you know, like, <laughs> like he's a persona of a quarterback. Like a, he's like an actor of a man acting as a quarterback. And Maybe he's, he's like, a lizard person, dude. He's just like some weird shit. And that's yeah, why that, I saw that thing. About him doing the high fives, and I was like, "Yeah, Who does that? I don't know, man. What what like, was the thing Russell too, where every all too? the quarterbacks are doing? Where he was doing that promo video? What does he say? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I saw what you're talking about. I can't remember though. Oh, the Bronco Country, or yeah, something like, like so. let's ride, let's ride. ride. That's what it is. Let's ride. Yeah, I don't know. He just looks like a bot. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, it just seems pretty cheesy. But I thought man. it was I thought it was hilarious that they were comparing him. Like he's a He's a guy playing a character that's a quarterback. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. just seems weird. He's an oddball. Yeah. I don't know. He's good, though. <clears throat> Decent. I thought the Broncos would be way better. Yeah, I thought it would be like a Manning situation where yeah. Manning came in late in his career and just yeah. they were tearing it up. Like, their, their defense seems legit. Yeah, yeah. their defense is tough. Um, was it Sante Samuel Jr.? Dude, mm-hmm. I remember watching Sante Samuel play through his dad. Yeah. And I can't believe now there's juniors out there because you got Patrick Sertan Jr., yeah. Sante Samuel Jr. I'm like, yeah. Fuck. And then you have like, oh, sir, I think Sertan plays for the Broncos. Patrick Sertan, yeah, he does. Yeah. So yeah. they got Sertan, and then Sante Samuel play Jr. plays for the uh, Chargers. 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. There's so many NFL kids. You have J.C. Horn. That's how we know we're getting old. You know, it's yeah. when their kids are now Remember playing. Remember Joe Horn back in the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now his son's playing. I'm like, God, I'm ancient. Who's his son play for? The Panthers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Plays corner. Yeah. That's weird, too. Why wouldn't you play? Like, I don't know. I feel like that's... My son became a corner. How dare he? <laughs> yeah. I was, <laughs> I was a wide receiver. I feel like you could have learned more from your dad at playing wide receiver. I don't know. Maybe the other way around. You, I watched... I watched my dad for all these years. I know how to play against it. Yeah. yeah. Or his dad's practicing. I'm like, hey, cover me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think going back to the 49ers before we move off that subject is I think a good test will yeah, be. Let's, yeah, let's talk about Trey Lance. I want to talk well, about Trey Lance. I don't think there's too much to evaluate on. You know, the first game was a monsoon. And the second game, he played for like I the first how quarter. How do you feel about losing your starter coming back? Oh, it's tough to say. I don't know. I don't know. There wasn't too much to where I was like, oh, my God, Trey Lance is – he's the next protege. How do you there feel wasn't. about all the 49ers players making statements, uh, basically saying, cool, now we'll win games? Without Trey Lance? Yeah. Because uh, they were like making comments like that. Well, mm-hmm. I think here's reported. another thing, too. Jimmy didn't look good. He hasn't really looked great. I mean, he did okay versus the Seahawks. He didn't look great against the Broncos, but – he also didn't have any training camp reps no. with any of these guys, so it's like he's going to be a little out of sync, you know, maybe for a few games. So. Which I never understood why you guys pushed so hard to get Trey Lance in there anyway because Jimmy G took you guys to Super Bowls and playoff runs and all this. Normal teams don't just get rid of their starting quarterback when you have runs like that. Yeah, and Jimmy has a really good winning percentage. If you look up his winning percentage, he's a winner. Yeah, He wins games, never it's not pretty, that, but he finds a way to win. That would be like the Saints back in the day getting Drew Brees in. And yeah. him taking you guys to all these runs, Super Bowl win, all this stuff, and then being like, ah, we're bringing in this guy. Yeah. Well, um, you guys I mean, rode him until he died. You, know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you rode that horse till he couldn't no more. Yeah. With all <laughs> due respect, I think Drew Brees is a little higher tier quarterback than Jimmy. Yeah. I'm okay, not comparing. I'm, <laughs> I'm not comparing that. I'm just comparing the winning thing, right? Yeah. Of course, Drew you Brees find is a, a higher win. tier. Yeah. I mean, Drew Brees works for Lowe's now, but <laughs> I'm just. I'm not. I'm not comparing the. Yeah. The, the tier, the Hall of Fame levelness of it. I'm just saying winning aspect, yeah. right? If I had a quarterback for the Rams that was going to playoff runs and going to Super Bowls, yeah. whether he won or not, he's still taking him to Super Bowls. Yeah. Like I would be like, yeah, that's our guy. Yeah. It's it's a tough situation because I didn't see enough out of Trey Lance to be like to say whether he was good or bad. Yeah. And I know I kind of know what Jimmy is and what he's about. And so I would rather have Jimmy be my backup than ninety other percent of the backups. Well, now he's your starter. Exactly. Well, that's what <laughs> I meant. I'd rather him have him be my starting quarterback than most other backup quarterbacks in the right. league. Yeah, cause, I'd take yeah, him yeah. over Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know, pretty much any other backup you can name, I'd take him over. Hey, don't be racist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just nah, Teddy Bridgewater's good. I'll take him over Cooper Rush. How about that? Yeah. What about Geno Smith? <laughs> yeah. Gino's off. I don't know. Gino's a starting quarterback. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What about Marcus Mariota? That's what I'm saying. I would take Jimmy over a lot of starting quarterbacks, too. And it's crazy that he was almost traded in the offseason. Yeah. yeah. And it seemed like. screwed. Yeah, there was a lot of out. bad blood there, too, it seemed like, you know, with the, him not practicing and the whole timing of his surgery. I wonder if he, like, when Trey Lance went down, Jimmy G was, like, warming up, just laughing. 
<laughs> These motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, you know he was. You know, you know he was like, oh, so you need me now? Oh, all <laughs> of a sudden, there was yeah. even talks too that you know, even after the off season, after uh, Dak got hurt, that you yeah, know, there's a talks about him going to the Cowboys. If that would have happened, dude, that would have been crazy because yeah. it was like right after those talks that Lance went down. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, you guys were predicting that like Pete Carroll needed to go get Jimmy G for yeah. you guys in yeah. the division. I can say 100% that is not happening anymore. No. <laughs> There's no way you're giving up your starting quarterback yeah. to a division rival. No. What about uh, – Especially when Geno Smith's your starter. That's that's how <laughs> bad it was, though. That, yeah. you know, 49ers fans were talking about trading a quarterback to a division rival, and now it's like, well, he's starting. Yeah, we, we can't do that. We need him now. I do like what I see out of our defense. Our defense has been pretty tough. You know, we haven't let up a lot of points. I've been pretty impressed with what I've seen. But, you know, like the Bronco game, it's like, how long can your defense completely, you know, well, step up, drive after drive after drive? Your entire defense is two people. Who? <laughs> Nick Bosa and Fred Warner. They're everywhere. Every yes, every, they hit, are. every hit and tackle, it's those two. But, like, uh, they have a younger player, uh, Hufunga. Yes, dude, I saw that. He, do you know who he trains with? But Paul Amalo. Paul Amalo. Yeah. That's why he yeah. plays like him. But they were saying the other day when I was watching the Bronco game that he's like the number two rated safety right now. Yeah, no, he's good. I'm but, just talking shit, man. Yeah, talk no. shit to you. No, they have a they have a really good defense. It's just when you have a bad offense, it's they like have three players. My you bad. Know? Your entire defense is three players. No, you guys <laughs> have a solid defense. I hate playing against the Niners. Yeah. I'm stressing about Monday night because that game is always a toss up. Because the Niners will do some stupid shit like this. It's too. always they're, hard. They'll lose to the Broncos. And then they'll go and beat someone really good, like the Rams. Crazy. Yeah. We and all know the, the history. And the Rams lose to uh, bad teams. Yeah. Like, like you just said, like it's always like that. So McVay's uh, record against the 49ers. Yeah. Well, what's his record when it counts? <laughs> when it matters? <laughs> Ch- NFC Championship. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a sore subject still. But Mark. Super Mark, what do you think about the uh, Saints? Oh, my God. What's your outlook here? Not great. Um, Do you? Here's the real question. Okay, I know your outlook's not great. Is there anybody in college that you'd be like, we need this guy, like a quarterback? Well, yeah, if we had a first round pick. Yeah, no, you're not going to. So it's got to be. Yeah, like it's going Kansas going State's Philly, quarterback or something. So, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what second round picks are out there? Yeah. Uh, no, honestly, I, I honestly don't think that'll help. Right now, we look like a pretty poorly coached organization. Um, and it's Dennis Allen's like first year as the Saints head coach. I mean, he's filled in for some games. Yeah, you gotta give him and give him a year. He used to coach the Raiders. So. You got you got to give him time to like get his personnel in. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people don't understand, dude. Like everything makes a circle. You know, you bring in a new coach, and everyone's like super skeptical. It's like, oh, you didn't get it done the first year. Yeah, yeah. No, dude, it's because he doesn't have the guys he wants in place. Yeah, you can't just make that happen in one year. It's, yeah, it's over time. I say you have to give every like new coach three years. Yeah, that's least. a good timeline. If, yeah. you, if you haven't made any progress in three years, just injuries. You have to take into account injuries too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But for me personally, I don't. I don't know. I just never thought Jameis was the guy. No, and I still don't. I don't know. I think he was a great backup. I really yeah. do. I think he was a guy like if you needed somebody to come off the bench who I, could yeah, potentially it's a, it's do it. It's a filler year. Yeah, for sure, because I don't think he's the guy. Right. No. It's he's he's. The best option they have at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with that. Look for some kind of big offseason trade yeah. or a, uh, you know,
you know, somebody that they're going to bring in that they're like, oh, dude, this who's, this who's going to drop to the third, second or third round. We got a chance or late first round. Yeah. Or mid, mid third, first round or top 10. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Well, I mean, last year's draft would have been perfect for this with all the quarterbacks falling to like yeah. third, fourth round. And right there's now? still a potential of that because it seems like yeah. everyone wants defensive ends. Yeah. Like that's pretty much what goes like top 10 or like it was like 10 defensive ends, you know, so. But it's it's interesting. Um, this week it looks like Andy Dalton's going to start for us um, in London against the Vikings. For us on the West Coast, it'll be like 6.30 tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm normally up for, so I'll get to wake up and watch football all day long tomorrow, which will be amazing. That sounds like a, a day well spent. Yeah, I mean, obviously we have kids, so it'll be a the, lot of but that division, playing and though, doing other the stuff. The NFC South, even like with the Buccaneers, I don't feel like they're as tough as they have been. I think they've so regressed. I think kind of that whole division's up for grabs, it seems I like. Because you could – some divisions, dude, you can win – Win the division with seven wins. Yeah. You know what I mean? You still get a wild card spot. I, I think the Bucks are still going to have 10, 11 wins. And I hate that. Every year I'm like, Tom Brady's going to – he's going to decline this year. He's, 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 somehow, he's a million years old. Have you seen this him? This is the year. When he took – like since he came back from his – that little hiatus he had. Yeah, he looks he, like Barbie. He looks like, sucked up, bro. Yeah. Like something's up. I have a Something's few theories. off. I have a few theories, and I don't know. I don't really want to go into them, but – I think there was a diagnosis that he was taking care of for those two weeks, or whatever it was that he's kind of not letting anybody. Because what he looks like is if he's been on like chemo or something. I've seen a lot of chemo patients. Yeah. Well, even if that or bad plastic surgery, something, dude. If that's the case, I will <laughs> still take cancer Brady over James any day of the week. <laughs> Twice on Sunday. I'll take cancer Brady. Oh, oh man. And honestly, even if they don't have a great. You know, regular season, if they make it into the playoffs with eight, nine wins. Yeah. Do you want to play Brady in the playoffs? And you know that. Yeah, because that's when he he's Brady. You know what I mean? You might you might get some regular season wins against him, but he played you guys tough in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Almost like he's uh, conserving his energy for the playoffs. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what he does. He's yeah. like, let's find a way to make it in. And it wasn't even, it's not even cancer. He didn't even do chemo. He just like found a way to extract his energy. Yeah. yeah. And so he's, he's building up like this. It's kind of like Monsters, Inc. where they fill up the tanks of like screens yeah. and laughter. And he's yeah. going to reabsorb he's it gonna again. He's going to reabsorb it and just become like January. crazy. Just, it's just in his arm. His throwing <laughs> arm. Just in his throwing arm. Uh. But no, I feel like I don't know that you guys could still do all right. It's still early. So Tyler, what's your outlook on the Rams so far? What do you think? <laughs> um, I don't know. If we win the division, it'll be a miracle. Personally, I don't feel like they're the Rams are weird, dude. Because they could be like, like they last year a Super Bowl run. It was like they won games like by the skirted by. Yeah, you know what I mean. It came down to like a field goal at the end, type shit, or a miracle play, like that one long Stafford pass when they were playing the Bucks and hit Cooper Cup. Yeah, you know, and then a field goal to win it type shit. And I don't know, they're kind of scrappy at times, and sometimes they're like hit or miss. They yeah. could either tear it up and destroy a team or lose thirty-one to ten. So sometimes I'm just like, I don't know what team showed up today. Or they might jump out to an early lead and be, like, destroying someone and just somehow let them kind of crawl back into the game. Like, I think that happened with the Tampa game, right? Happened with the Falcons. 
Well, that happened with the the Falcons this year, but I'm saying last year in the playoffs. Yeah, I think they were beating Tampa pretty good, yeah. and then like Tampa kind of crawled back. Yeah, at the we, end I think and, the Rams were up by like three touchdowns. Yeah, and then Tom Brady just started bringing. Them. Yeah, and then Atlanta too. You know, <laughs> I I watched that game too, and Atlanta is kind of a scrappy team where they're not. I don't think they scare anybody, but they're like they're not just rolling over getting. They're like ho- the, they're like a di- like the little giants. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. One of those teams that like they scra- like they scrap together a bunch of these players and they're like, hey, we gotta we gotta just gotta get a team together. Yeah, like, <laughs> like let's put I don't know, let's put Mariota at quarterback, let's put a wide receiver at running back, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, but they, I don't know, they just they're like yeah, they're like one of those teams where it's like they're all doing sniffing, s- smelling salts on the <laughs> sideline, like let's get out there, guys. You, um, you know what other team you just described that's uh, almost identical to uh, them is the Lions. Yes, and I know you guys were hyped on them a couple of weeks. I watched ago. Hard Knocks, dude. Yeah. And the it's, Lions are hilarious. It's hard not to love them, bro. Yeah. Hey, hey, come on, bro. Let's do this, bro. Uh, and they're the same way. I don't think they necessarily scare you, but they're scrappy, and they're not going to quit. They're going to play, you know, yeah. a hard football game the whole time. They put that. up some points, you know, the th- last few I think it was weeks. Thursday night's game. It cracked me up. There was a – I think it was Thursday night or Monday night. I can't remember. But there was – showed the kicker, like, coming out to make a kick, and it was – he was like showing him on the sideline, like prepping, and the camera watches him, follows him all the way to like he grabs something, and he literally on camera busted open some smelling salts and just like got a hit off of it and like did this like whole jolted his whole body and like went like this and ran out on the field. I'm like, they just showed this dude do this. Like he that's yeah. basically a PED. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for a kicker, it's like he just he just got more focused. You're like, is yeah. that really necessary? You've been sitting on the bench all game. And then they quickly like after they realized that he was doing that, they like cut real quick. Like the Don't camera did. Over. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, they just showed this kicker like get more focused. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like that's cheating. They're they're a pretty scrappy team though. I think the downfall with those teams too is like say Atlanta, Detroit. Is once you start getting into the seasons, you know, when you're sustaining injuries, like the depth of your team. Yeah. A lot of those teams, like, they're good when they have all their pieces together, but you start taking some pieces away and they become like one of the worst teams in the league. But that, when it's week eight, nine, and you have two wins, yeah. it's hard to like keep Just, that, it's hard that to keep morale that going. Yeah. Well, when you're, all your best players are uh, up front, you know what I mean? The depth is. Yeah. One. Like yeah. everyone behind those people. You have to have like rotation, especially on defense. Yeah. It's key to have like guys that can rotate yeah. that, are, that are also good. Yeah. yeah. You can't have like high school players on second and third string. Yeah. Where all of your talent is on the first string. You can't. That's just, you can't. And yeah. That's what I was saying too. Everyone's really refreshed here at the beginning of the season, but you mm-hmm. get, like you said, week eight or nine. Let's see how everyone. Holding up then with injuries and just fatigue and you know that's where your depth comes in a lot. Yeah, you know it looks really good. Lamar Jackson looks pretty good. I'm on fantasy. He's doing good for me. You know who I have on fantasy mm-hmm. that is upsetting me. I have two leagues, right? In one of them, I went heavy on Russell Wilson, and I even have Sutton in that league because I was like, "You're gonna light it up." And then the other league, I have Stafford. Robinson. Yep. And A Rob is uh doing great well, things you know why? for me. Because uh Matt Stafford's racist. Yeah. So he only throws a white receiver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the consensus that came out after week one is 
racist. Yeah. <laughs> like, you really went there, people? Yeah. Are you serious? Did you see the meme where it has A-Rob wearing white sleeves on? And he, <laughs> they're, like, trying to trick uh, Matt Stafford yeah. <laughs> into throwing him the ball. Um, but, yeah, so when it comes to fantasy, yeah, Lamar Jackson's amazing. I wish I would have went that route. Well, when what was crazy was the week that uh, they were playing the Dolphins, Tua had six touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. Right? But Lamar Jackson had more points. Because Tua still threw two picks. Yeah. yeah. Which just took away a bunch of points, right? And so I still was like, okay, cool. I still got Lamar. <laughs> I don't need to go get Tua. If I'm Lamar and I put up like 35 points and my defense still loses the game for us, I'm I'm ticked. Dude, he's putting up like 40 points. Yeah. Him, Josh Allen, both putting up crazy numbers. Yeah. Tua was putting up great numbers up until this yeah. last week. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm not saying that to be funny. It's just the truth of <laughs> yeah, the matter no, at that is. point. Yeah, Tua was doing real good before he came to cripple. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's... <laughs> no, I hope he's got a good, like, he, they need to sit him. He needs to recover. Like, yeah, was, give him at least a couple of weeks. I was jacked up, man. Collect his thoughts. Collect his thoughts? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Tua. My my point with that was he was on a prove it year and he was starting to prove it up yeah. until the injury setback. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I think it back. was a make it or break it year for Tua. Whether they're going to say, "Hey, this is the guy, or we're going to move off him this year." Yeah, and I think he was showing that the first few weeks. He really was. Yeah, uh, he was looking pretty good. I think as a Dolphins fan, that's got to break your heart knowing like you're you're going into the season like what's going to happen with this guy, and yeah. he starts to light it up, and then injuries. You know, is there going to be another underdog underdog team this year? Kind of like the the Bengals of last year. Well, Jacksonville. Ooh. That's possible in their division. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's really possible in that division. I mean, they don't look bad this year. If they can get a if they can get a solid uh, playoff spot, if they can scrape by and win the division cuz can we talk about how bad that division is? Dude. You would think the Colts. It's like the dumpster of the NFL right now. The Colts were like and the Titans, they were like Hey, we have Matt Ryan. They went all in. Yeah. And they they're just not producing. Well, the Colts learned the hard way that Matt Ryan will kill your football team. Yeah. Mighty Sad. ice suck. Yeah. <laughs> and Derrick Henry hasn't looked his himself on the no. on the Titans. And that, yeah, something's off, man. I it, think in the Titans are just loading the box and saying Yeah. There's no receiver to beat us, throw the yeah. Because they got rid of their main receiver, right? They said yeah. AJ him. Brown and Julio both left. Yeah. So who do they have? No one. Like, and you have Tannehill at quarterback. Yeah. You have to have good talent around Tannehill yeah. to make him. I, see, I just don't understand that trade of getting rid of your best receiver. You know, that's helping your offense kind of jive a little bit more. I don't know. I know it's all about money, but yeah, at some point it's got to be about winning games. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I did see like a like a meme the other day that said the NFL is filled with a bunch of Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yes. It was the funniest thing because it said, like, handsome Kirk Cousins, and it said Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> yeah. And then it says, like, young Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, <laughs> and, like, old Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah. They're all, like, Kirk Cousins caliber. Jeez. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, I saw that. That that had me dying. It was like a little video montage where just, like, <laughs> rotate through different quarterbacks with a name on them. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is one of those two that's like, I don't know. Like, I just, he's never impressed me. No. Like, it's the talent around him that makes him good. But yeah. if you look at his numbers, like, his, if you just look at his numbers, his numbers are good. 
You're going to be like, all right, that's not a horrible quarterback. Yeah. But I'm just I'm, – I don't like anything about him as far as, like, play style or he's not that guy who's going to carry your team or, yeah. you know, if you're down two touchdowns, you, you want mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins in the game to come back and win that if you have to win? No. I don't know. I just – I'm not – I'm not impressed with the guy. I don't know how he's made it this far as a a quarterback. It's weird, yeah, because then you look at his numbers and you're like, you know, his numbers look pretty good, but when I'm watching him, you know. <laughs> yeah. It, he falls in the category of like an Alex Smith or like a even Jimmy Garoppolo or like these guys don't come in and take over the game, but they manage it. And He's like, he's like, he's the modern Matt Hasselbeck. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good buy same that. category. Yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll take you to a, a Super Bowl run. But it's gonna be tough getting there. Yeah, you have and to he's, have all. And the it's other not pieces. him taking you there. It's your running back that broke the season record, or in his case, it's gonna be the receiver that yeah. broke records that yeah. season type of thing. So the Vikings, I think they'll be an interesting team to watch <clears> as the <throat> season kind of progresses. They're kind of one of those teams that, uh, you know, I think they'll be interesting to watch at least. I don't know. I'd like the Jaguars to make a Super Bowl run. That'd be crazy if they can get into the playoffs and just like shift gears and just start dominating. Like, you don't even know that you could win by a field goal every game and they just make it there, kind of like the Rams did last year. Yeah. That'd be crazy. As long as they get there. As long as they get there, dude. How hey. many years ago was it when they went to the playoffs? It wasn't that long ago. Ramsey was on. Yeah, Ramsey was on their team. <laughs> it wasn't that long the ago. the Patriots. They were like like a couple plays away yeah. from beating the Patriots. They had, a sol- the they had a solid. Yeah. Who was their quarterback at the time? Bortles. It was Bortles. Blake Bortles. Bortles. Yeah. So they can do it. And they have actually have a quarterback now, yeah, you know, and a decent running back. We we talk about them like they're the Lions. Haven't been to the playoffs in you no, know it wasn't that long ago. my lifetime, but yeah, they they were good not that long ago. Yeah, that yeah. was a really good they had defense. A, they had a really good defense, and that's what mm-hmm. took them there. And I'm pretty sure they dropped an <clears> interception <throat> or something. Like they had something that was that was when Leonard Fournette was running back too, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost all their pieces. Everybody mm-hmm. just. And in shit. Maybe mm. we'll see a, a Jacksonville Browns AFC championship. <laughs> there, there, <laughs> there it is. AFC championship. Uh, Jacksonville. Hey, the, the Browns, Browns are two and one with the without the Sean Watson. Yeah, yeah. With Jacoby, I always like Jacoby Brissett. Though. That's that's a question you have to ask yourself, right? Say they go to say they, week say they twelve. Win, say they win tomorrow, right? So then they're three and one. Well, because Watson's gone for how many games? 11? 8? What is it? No. What's the final I think number? It's eight. 8, right? It's yeah. 8 now? I think about halfway through the season he comes back. All Let's right, check. so I, I know it was like a certain amount and they appealed it, or I, I just don't remember what the final number is. But if they have a winning record, say they're 6-2, and two, yeah, and he comes back week 9, do they switch up your quarterback who just brought you you know, to 6-2? and two? Yeah. Do you change that whole team chemistry at that point? That's a tough decision they might have to make. And you have to because you just paid them how much money? Yeah. It's 11 games. It's 11 right now? 11. Okay, Personally, so if I'm the, if I'm the coach and if I'm playing the hot hand, I'm sitting them all year. If we're like average and we're like maybe 50, you know, 500, then I'm like, okay. That's a that's a, that's a tough one though because as a coach, you're like I'm 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 riding the hot hand or Jacoby put in his time. Are you going to come in for a few games and maybe potentially not do good or whatever? Because you've been sitting. Yeah. For almost <clears> two <throat> years. Now. And I'm sure he's playing, right? I'm sure he's working out, throwing balls, whatever, but he's not going to have the chemistry with the team, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but then you have the owners 
but you know what I mean? A lot of times yeah. that happens where the owner's like, no, we're paying this guy fucking a lot of money. Yeah. He's, like, he's get starting. His ass on the field. Yeah, exactly. So then you end up like shit in the bed because this dude has no chemistry. Yeah. But you're being forced. But maybe your play is, you know, put him in there and keep him on a short leash. Like, okay, we're going to put him in the game. If he looks terrible, Shelby's going in next game. Or, or maybe they even, they're like, all right, we have a winning record right now. Say, say they're eight and three or something. Yeah. And, you do the math, you're like, we need three, four more wins to yeah. guarantee a playoff spot. Not even, maybe three. And you're like, all right, well, we're going to put him in and give him time to adjust and then hope he clicks by postseason. Yeah. You know what I mean? You give him those last five, six games mm-hmm. to, to get his feet wet and to to build that <laughs> chemistry, and you hope it works. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of different angles which they could take. Yeah. If they continue to have some success with what yeah. they have going on. Here's here's another thing I'm going to throw at you guys. What do you do in the Lance Garoppolo saga? I like that Say name. Say if... Uh, it's a better name. Lance Garoppolo. <laughs> Lance Garoppolo. <laughs> I mean, what do you do if, if Jimmy turns the season around, brings them back to the playoffs, maybe even... I'm not even going to say Super Bowl, but what if you go deep in the playoffs, like NFC Championship game? You know, what do you do the next season? I already, I already have my opinion. Like, I would, I'm playing Garoppolo. Yeah. Like, that's, I'm not, I'm not, if he takes me to the, to the playoffs or even like the a, NFC Championship again. Yeah. Say you lose. Okay, well, he just took us to, he just gave us a winning season. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> if you had another backup, like he was your starter last year. It'd be different if it was like a 100% backup quarterback that went on a run. Like, um, Matt Castle. When Brady went down, but he ended up getting a job after became yeah. a starter, right? Who was the other one? Uh, all <clears throat> oh, behind Wentz. When Wentz got hurt, Nick for Foles. The Eagles. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Thank you. Yeah, he went and played for the Rams. Yeah, <laughs> Super Bowl winning Nick Foles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, you see, I think it's different when your backup goes on the run, like you're saying, like Nick Foles and Matt Castle. Yeah, but that's different. Then they were to, backups, right? Yeah. This was your starter who you demoted. demoted, and then he goes on a run when he's activated again. I feel like you just ride the high hand. Like, I would just stick with. Yeah, if Jimmy has a bad season, you move on the season. This was it. Yeah. But then yeah, you have to. If he takes him deep in the playoffs, it's going to be hard to say. Get rid of him. Yeah. yeah. And then you have to think, like, okay, well, it's Trey Lance. Trey Lance is probably still playing on his rookie contract, right? So, and then you have to put in the terms of that. Well, do we get rid of him? Do we trade him for picks no. and then draft someone new? Or do you hold on to him and end up paying him more once his contract's up? On a gamble, right? Yeah. Because he doesn't have he's not proven himself, he ain't getting hurt. Yeah. <clears throat> so that'll be something just interesting to follow this season. Because how many years and how many years is is Trey Lance? The last year he was a rookie, right? It's year two. So, typically rookie contracts are what, I don't know what, they used to be like three-year deals, but I think they go up to like five, four or five now, right? Something yeah, they're, I mean, they're they're it, not super extensive. I think it depends on the round you're drafted. Yeah. So, first round gives you five years. Yeah. Uh, second through third. <clears> like three years. Four years. And, yeah, and then you can always pick up the option, mm-hmm. um, which the first year gives you that fifth year. But then you can still like franchise tag. So, I mean... You have to agree to that, though. Or well, they I don't mean, play. Yeah, but 
They can cry about it. How many players not playing? I'm not signing that. And then like the day before, they're like, okay, I'm signing it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you sit out that year, you don't get paid. And then the next year, they still have that franchise tag they get to use on you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, most of the time teams won't do it because you're going to be like, that out a year. A lot of times you end up making more on a franchise tag anyway. You do. So I don't know why some of these players don't want it. Injury. Yeah. Like if you're Tua playing on a franchise tag right now, you're making thirty-five, forty million because it's like the average of the top five quarterbacks for this year. You're making great money for this one year, but say his career's done, you don't get those other years. You know what I mean? So that's like that's the reason <laughs> players don't like it, it's just because you never know. Because it's not a guarantee, right? Like you're just getting that one year on that franchise tag. You're yes. Not, you're not getting that big contract that's going to be you're not getting 60, five years. 60 million guaranteed yeah know? so that it, it's everybody's afraid of that career ending and injury i i get it but at the same time <clears throat> i mean if you don't like the organization i mean screw it play the franchise tag but they're also a bunch of crybabies because you know how much how much i could live off of 30 million 34 million dollars yeah, yeah. <laughs> They don't have to have big ass cars or big ass houses and super nice cars. Like, I'm retiring. The average Joe, yeah, I would take that. Yep, I'll take the franchise tag. Yeah, you pay off I... your house, pay off your cars, <laughs> and you're good. Really, the average Joe is like, yeah, give me that thirty four million dollars. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times it's backfired on people. Like, look at the kind of Le'Veon Bell situation where he did go to a few teams after afterwards, but his career just was never. I don't know. He went to the Jets, which were terrible when he went there. I don't know where else he played, but... The Chiefs? It was almost kind of like his career just was kind of downhill after that. Kind of a running back thing. Yeah, that's true. Like running backs at the tail end of their career, they end up just bouncing around. I always like the Todd Gurley stats where it will say, like, oh, yeah, Gurley's had, you know, the most touchdowns in the last four (laughs) years, and he hasn't played the last two. Yeah. (laughs) Or something crazy (laughs) like that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, dude. It almost seemed like he did perfect until up until the Super Bowl there with the Patriots. And then after that, I don't know. I don't know if he hurt his knee or what, but. Well, it was kind of like one of those things where he went to a team that wasn't going to do anything. I mean, the whole reason he went to Atlanta and chose Atlanta was because he was going home. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So a lot, I mean, stats and stuff didn't really care at that point when you're just like, yeah, I want to go there because it's close to my home. Yeah. Hard to believe though he's just out of the league now and just fizzled out. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a running back thing, man. Yeah, for, unless you're Frank Gore. They're yeah, st- they're starting to realize that <laughs> running backs just dime a dozen almost. Not looking good for like the good running backs. And that's something I was talking about after the the AJ Brown trade when the Titans traded him. Because you'll see a lot of teams with like running backs, they'll keep them for their rookie deal. And then when they're supposed to get paid that big contract, they'll just let them go. They dump them off, yeah. Yeah, because you can pick up another good running back in the third, fourth round or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of teams are learning that with wide receiver. I mean, look at how many wide receivers are coming out, putting up crazy stats their rookie years. You know, Jamar Chase. A lot of these guys come out and just light it up their first four years. You know, So now it's like, well, why should I pay A.J. Brown a good amount of money, $20 million a year, yeah. when I can just draft another first-round receiver, hope he – Produces pretty good, and I'll get him for three more years before I have to pay him. Yeah, you know it's it's like I feel like receivers shifting in that same way. Running back, yeah. is, where you're like I'm not paying people this big contract, like deal guy, and 
piece it together and hope it unless you're the Packers. Yeah, they I don't they always have like no name players now. Yeah. Crazy. They're the, they're following the Patriots motto for the last like twenty years. They don't just, yeah, they don't trade, they don't anything, they just take draft picks. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm surprised they got rid of Adams. Yeah, that was so weird to me. I mean, I don't think they really had much of a choice because they gave him the contract and he and they offered him more than the Raiders. But yeah, it's still, I think he's regretting that decision right about now. Yeah, <laughs> it's just weird that you would be in a successful organization like the Packers and not want to play there. You know, what or I mean? then what's going on there? Or there's situations like with the Raiders where they draft a, a high tiered wide receiver like you're talking about, and then mm-hmm. he goes and kills somebody. <laughs> You know, can yeah. we talk about how bad the Raiders are at drafting? Rugs? Rugs. Right. Like, their last four first-round picks aren't on the team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. They're, like, notoriously terrible for draft picks. Yeah, I think, like, Jacobs is the only one still on the team. <laughs> like, it's it's horrible. I think it's, it's you got to think of it, too. They're in Las Vegas, bro. You definitely can't draft somebody that has, like, a gambling problem or a drinking problem. Or some kind of addiction, yeah. Because that's the that's city the, of addiction. That's a city of addiction, dude. So like, you're even limited on who you interview and draft. You have to be like, that's the first question I'm asking. Yeah. Do you have a drug problem? Do you, you know what I mean? Do you like to drink and make it like nonchalant? But do you drink alcohol? Well, yeah, I have a couple every once in a while. Okay. Then we'll move on with the interview process. Or I've. I'm drunk right now. <laughs> okay, you're definitely not well, coming actually, to Las Vegas. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you ever hear that story where like they were talking about that with like drafting players? And he's like, you have the one player who will go out on a Friday night before a game or Saturday night before a game, and he goes out and gets hammered drunk till 2 in the morning. And he's like, you know what he does the next day? And the guy's like, plays bad? And he's like, no, he goes and lights it up. But the problem is he takes five teammates with him. And they play like shit the next day. Yeah. And he's like, or you have the player who stays home and studies and, you know, keeps other players focused. He's like, which one do you want? The guy who's going to light it up and do whatever he wants and, you know, like make your other teammates play bad or the guy who's lifting up his teammates. So I feel like the Raiders have to stay away from that first player and just go with people who are, you know, hard-nosed, care about football only. And block out everything else. And that's so hard to do now. It's hard to do in Vegas, dude. Yeah. I like, mean, there's if, lights everywhere. Everything's drawing you in. Right now, you're a 21 year old kid who's just giving millions of dollars yeah. in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Are, are you caring about work or are you going to go have some fun? Yeah, exactly. A lot of them come from nothing, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I have, now they have all this money and they're in Vegas. Yeah. Thin City. That's almost like as a rookie. So the rookies that get brought in or whatever, there should be like mandatory. Hey, you're li- you're still living in housing. Yeah, like like team housing. And then once you're not a rookie anymore and you're still with the team, now you can branch out and yeah, live elsewhere. You're, you you can do in like an army battle buddy system. Like you have a veteran player that follows you around at all times. Yeah, dude. Like, you're not allowed to go. Anywhere. You have a thunder buddy for life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, you got like a some veteran assigned to you. Yeah like aa <laughs> you have a sponsor <laughs> dude yeah you'd have to have something like because that's just uh i don't know dude i'd be tempted 
Yeah. Like if I, if I played for the Las Vegas Raiders and got brought in, like you said, 21 years old and I get $10 million contract, you know how hard it is not to go to the strip and just blow a bunch of money off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you just have to think about what your mindset too when I was 21. Especially when you've never seen that shit before. Half these guys come from like, I don't know, especially in the South where they all went to like and played for Alabama and Ohio State and all this. They've never seen anything like Vegas before. You know what I mean? All of a sudden they're there and there's lights everywhere and chicks are walking around topless and there's alcohol at every street corner. Dude, lose their fucking minds. Do you guys have any updated predictions based on where we're at right now? Yeah, let's go over some predictions. Let's go. Yeah, let's go over some predictions. Mark, let's give some of your predictions because we already know our failed ones. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to do too much on like predictions. I'm going to go on like who I think the top teams are on both sides. Okay. NFC, AFC, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So like, are you maybe just saying like top AFC, three AFC or four teams? on each side? Do you, okay. do you, do you want to go? <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to give my top. Three or four Super Bowl contenders each side, okay. and you pick them apart however you want. Okay. So obviously NFC, I'm gonna I'm gonna still go Packers. As long as they have Aaron Rodgers, they can win a Super Bowl at any point. All yeah. he has to do is get hot in the playoffs. They're, they're never out. I know that doesn't happen a lot, obviously, um, because you know he chokes in the playoffs or whatever the issue may be. Um, I'm going Tom Brady and the Bucks. As much as I hate to say it, as a Saints fan, um, as long as they have Tom Brady in the playoffs, they can win. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the Cowboys look that great even before the injury. Um, so I would say Eagles would be the next biggest threat on that side um, yeah, on the NFC. Good. I don't think – what am I missing the West? I always forget about you guys. Because whoever wins that juggernaut of that division is going to be a threat. Honestly, I, th- I, I hate to knock because I feel like they have the same – Blueprint they've had for the last 15 years, you know, when they had Alex Smith and, you know, Patrick Willis, all those days. They have an average quarterback, a great run game, a great defense, and they're competitive. They really are. And that's, I mean, to me, that's like one of the best, like, foundations on how to win games, you know? Great run game, great Great defense and quarterback just plays good enough, you know. Yeah. It's it's worked for years in the league, um, but I just don't think that wins Super Bowls. So I do like Jimmy G. I think he's better than Trey Lance. I won't get into all that because obviously competition anymore. He's starting this year, um, but I don't think he's gonna. I think it's gonna be another deep playoff run, but not Super Bowls. I do think the Rams, as long as they have that defense, Matt Stafford doesn't just know forget how to throw a football the cooper cup basically all he has a triple just, crown winner. yeah winner. how do you not throw it to his way every time i feel like <clears throat> people know he's gonna throw it to cooper cup mm-hmm. and, and he still catches the ball and like he's still open yeah nobody covers the guy i don't get it i don't get how that works like, <laughs> yeah it's like if i'm on the other side of the ball i'm like i'm i'll lose to anybody else but we're not giving the game up to this guy and then and if they finally get smart and start like double, triple teaming Cooper Cup. You have Allen Robinson on the other side that's just going to break off. It doesn't matter. I feel like yeah. some plays they put three people on Cooper Cup. He still gets the open. defense knows it, and he's still catching the ball in a little zone that he's <laughs> wide open in. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Every time I watch a Rams game, I'm like, cover that guy, cover that guy, and they don't cover that guy. <laughs> and I say it like it's so easy to cover Cooper Cup. You know, the dude runs routes like crazy. But – 
It's like, how do you not have three people on him every play? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. So I, I, I think the Rams, I would say Bucks, and I would say Packers. I'm not putting the Eagles there. I think there's only three on the NFC side that are high candidates to win the Super Bowl. I think those are my power rankings. Um, I actually <clears> put <throat> you and the Eagles like right below them in that category of like of like wild cards. Yeah, like they could get real hot and and yeah. do some make, stuff make in the playoffs. Run. But it's going to be one of those like even if they did that run, it's like a Joe Flacco esque run. You know, you you kind of have to rely on the quarterback to do something outstanding. That's probably not going to happen again next year or the year after. You know, right. it's like you need that fluke year out of a quarterback. Yeah. Um, on the AFC side, man, that's so hard. I feel like they're loaded with a lot of talent. I mean, you have Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. It's hard to rule them out. I feel like as long as he's throwing the ball the way he does. He's. I don't know if you guys saw that that stat. Like he's on pace to break uh, Dan Marino's record of most touchdowns in six years. The first six years, he's like three behind Peyton Manning mm-hmm. already. You know, mm-hmm. and we're this. And Dan Marino's is like one ninety seven. I think Peyton Manning's like one sixty one or sixty two or something. So there's a big gap there. But he's on pace to break that record, and we're barely into a six year. Um, it's like or, with, it's like with Aaron like, Donald's stat that just happened, where he's yeah. the fastest to reach a hundred sacks yeah. by like a lot, yeah, like many years. Yeah, <laughs> and you have people like Pat Mahomes who didn't play their first year. Yeah, they played two games. You know, yep. um, I think the Chiefs or I'm sorry, the Chargers look great with Justin Herbert as long as he can stay healthy. Yeah, as long as his ribs heal because that dude's a stud. Yeah, and he, I give him props for dude, how for tough playing? he is, bro. He had, oh, dude, what was that? Uh, you're yeah, right. I don't know, man. That's that no. old man age yeah, showing dude, right now. So, no, dude, that dude had like fractured ribs, and he's still making like sixty yard throws. Did you see where he like oh, started crazy. to scramble out to the right and just threw the ball he's away? He's like crying too. Like, yeah. He's like, Ugh. and I was like, oh, he's done. And then the next <laughs> play throws a forty yard dot. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> that dude's tough, dude. He he's a beast. He's like a young Stafford on like a you know what I mean? Because Stafford was like that. Yeah. When he was younger. That dude had like broken fingers and was like making throwing dimes. <laughs> yeah. Before the Lions sucked the life out of him. Yeah. yeah. Um and then honestly, I mean, the way Lamar Jackson's playing for the Ravens, it's like hard to count them out. Um who am I missing on that side? The Bills. The Bills. That's my thing. And not fourth like in ranking. That's just the fourth that I see as a Super Bowl contender. Because Josh Allen's freaking stud. Crazy. Yeah, it's hard to count them out. They look they look pretty good. And, I mean, they just played, you know, and they were missing two corners, two safeties. How do you miss, like, your whole secondary and still play a really good game? You know what I mean? They barely lost that game to the Dolphins. And they're missing half their defense, mm-hmm. right. which is insane to me. Sometimes watching him play, like, especially, like, I know it was game one, and a lot of times, like, teams are still rusty because they haven't, like, started clicking yet. But when they were playing the Rams, it was like they were in midseason form. And yeah. The Rams were still week one form. Yeah. And due to Josh Allen, the way he was just like his composure of dropping back and making his throws and doing his reads was like, I don't know, you or me going and playing Pee Wee right now. Yeah. You know, we'd be so calm. Yeah. <laughs> we'd be like, okay, this is easy, you know. I, I think another <laughs> factor, too, talking about the Miami Buffalo game is I always feel like. Division rivalries or any given Sunday. Yeah. Most divisions. I'm going to rule out, like, uh, you know, the Texans and some of these other teams. But 
all the other teams, it's any given Sunday. Like they know they've played this team, they know their style. So I think that's hard to gauge on some of those. I mean, even I don't know if you guys remember this for a while there with Tom Brady when he was with the Patriots. They would lose a game to the Dolphins, like mm-hmm. week 13, 14, yeah. Yeah. where, you know, the Dolphins had four wins for the seasons. The Patriots had, you know, 10, 11. Yeah. And they were heavy favorites and they would lose a game. Yeah. And it's like, it just goes to show you, you know, you can own a division, but you still have to play that team hard. Sneak one by on you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 100% agree. I think those are all pretty good, valid teams to put up there right now. I don't think you really missed on. Do you have a. A team that, or a, two, a set of teams, so like say, just make that like okay, these teams are going to the Super Bowl. Like this is my team who I think would win the Super. Bowl. Oh, like who I would bet on mm-hmm. to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So before the season started, or anything happened, when I was still in Colorado and I could online gamble, um, I bet the Broncos to go to the Super Bowl because they were yeah. starting the whole Russell Wilson rumor thing. Yeah. And I was like, all right, <clears throat> like it's going to be a Peyton Manning situation. He's going to yeah. come in, light it up. That's what a lot of people thought. Hasn't happened yet. <laughs> hey, so, you might get into a rhythm. Yeah, it, it could happen. He Maybe could get that mid-season, you know, full, you know, development with the receivers. Yeah, takes could, time to build some chemistry. So I get that. Happen. I don't see it happening though, and I'm not saying they're my favorite. Okay, now, um, besides but post that, that uh, I'm honestly going Bills Rams. Those are my two teams, um, just so based off that, of three a, and a half weeks of action. And that's a story right there too, right? Now NFL is always looking for a story. Mm-hmm. Is oh they the Bills slaughtered the Rams week one. That's what that's what they yeah, were talking about. Yeah, that rematch. And then it's a rematch, right? And we were talking about that when on our last episode, the NFL before the season started was like they're always looking for a story, mm-hmm. right? Could you imagine a Rams Chargers? Yeah, you know the the two LA teams, LA versus LA. You know they're always looking for some kind of story. So I don't know, it's not fixed. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> do you have any updated Super Bowl predictions? Uh, uh, Jaguars and Browns, dude. The <laughs> fucking ride it all the AFC way. Championship. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. AFC Championship. No, uh, Jaguars and uh, Lions. <laughs> yep, Jaguars and Lions. Lions are going to make a comeback. This is how you know it's a weird season. When, like, a couple of weeks ago, I was, like, cheering for the Lions to win games. Yeah, and, uh, dude, they won a game. Yeah, I, I know they did, but I'm cheering for it to happen, and I've never done that in my life, you know? And... You're over here wanting the Jaguars to win or the Browns. And, you know, it's like, it's kind of a weird season we have where we want these underdog teams to, like, it'd be great to do good. I and always like, root on the, like, underdog. Like, I'm a Rams fan. So every year I'm going to be like, yeah, the Ram- I want the Rams to win. But at the same time, I'm like, I want these underdog teams that have never gone or just always had, like, they have a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Yeah. Like, I want them to win. I would, dude, I would love, a, like, a Jaguars Lions Super Bowl. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Or a Browns line. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like that type of scenario. It's funny that, you know, in the AFC, we can use like a number of teams. Like <laughs> yeah. Browns and Jacksonville. And in the NFC, it's like Lions. <laughs> Just it. the Lions. <laughs> Just the Lions. Even like Chicago, maybe. Recently. Well, I mean, for a long time, we could use the Cardinals. Yeah, that's true. They've been better in recent years. And What about like uh, like the Vikings? When was the last time like, when the Vikings went to like a Super Bowl? A long time, Super Bowl. A long time. They've always kind of made the playoffs, and then just get like first round bounced or like lose the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. They lose a lot of divisional games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the Packers always round. have their number. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm. I'm talking about like that divisional. Oh round. yeah. They'll yeah, win like because yeah. I know for two years in a row they beat the Saints and then lost the very next game, got killed. You know. Yeah. 
So they they'll they're almost kind of like how the Ravens are, like playoffs and then finals. Yeah, mm-hmm. two games in. Chargers are the same way too. Yeah, they find a way and. They're one of those teams that if they won the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be upset at that. Who? The Chargers. Oh, yeah. Just because they, I mean, when they had LT and, you know, Phillip Rivers and they had these great teams. They should have gone dude. They should have gone. Mike Tolbert running the ball for like 12 years. Yeah. Crazy, man. Or Darren Sproles. That dude was always out there. I'm like, oh, they, man. Is this the year they got rid of Sproles and they got their kick? Antonio like, Gates, like forty years old, returning kicks, dude. Mm-hmm. Antonio Gates. Yeah. I'm going with the. I, I still think that. Uh, I think the Bills will make the AFC Championship game, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna get upset. Whether it's the Chargers or maybe the Chiefs, I don't know. Someone along those lines, I think, can sneak in there and beat them. What's gonna hurt them is Josh Allen can't be their best. Mm-hmm. And. Every week you notice it. Like they try to get the running game going, and then yeah. by like not even halfway through the game, they're like, "All right, screw it." And Josh yeah. Allen just starts just running or throwing. Yeah. yeah, like he's been their leading rusher for the last like two seasons. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous, and that takes a toll. You know, after seventeen games, yeah. and you can't just rely on Von Miller to make a play every, every yeah. play either. Yeah, I don't know. They could be one of those teams where it's like they're crazy good at first, and then just like. Everything starts catching up to him. Yeah. So who knows, dude? It's so early. Way too early. I've seen some cre- we've seen some crazy shit happen before. So And it's like we were saying, it takes a lot of luck staying healthy. Yeah, and that's the big one, right? Basically the teams that go to the Super Bowl are the teams that got had less injuries throughout the season. Yeah. yeah. That's like that's what you're betting on. You're betting on what team has least injuries. Yeah, or their injuries or players come back for playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. Like the Rams got lucky because they had a bunch of their players like all of a sudden now they were healthy for the playoffs like cam Akers came back like they started having depth again yeah and that kind of helped them push yeah and then you had the bucks who were going the opposite way yeah you know they were losing Fournette, evans godwin mm-hmm. all going out towards the end yeah you know and that's just the, the luck of the draw sometimes yeah you know? it's a big factor yep and also the big unknown you know you can't predict it yeah well i think that was pretty good uh, especially, we'll have to do like another like mid-season update. Yeah, we should do a mid-season update. We'll, we'll get you back on if you're free. every four weeks. Figure out. Just let where me know, we're like, at. let me know your work schedule and stuff, because I know sometimes you work on weekends, right? Like yeah. every other every other week or something. Every other weekend it sucks for. So, we'll have season. to schedule it, but yeah. um, yeah, we'll we'll figure out like a mid-season, and then maybe like an end-of-season recap or something, or three-quarter type deal. That'd be funny to end the season recap, and we're just like, "Gosh, I can't believe I." We'll just make you our NFL correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it. So, okay, yeah, I'll start writing down some of the things we said that were key points from every episode we do like this, yeah. and then like we'll go back in four weeks and be like, "All right, this is what we said the first two times," and just see where we're at. You're the uh, you know? our wives are friends NFL historian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's your new title. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, hit us up on uh, all the socials, man. Uh, all the listeners, hit us up. Let us know your guys' teams. I know we said that last time, but I'm I like to know and uh, what your guys' predictions are. Yeah, and your take on some of these situations and how they'll play out this year. Yeah, in years to come, or just shit on us. I don't really care. Yeah, tell just, us we're stupid. Just interact, interact with us. <laughs> Everyone have a thank you for listening and have a good night.